My name is Sean Rapier, and I love Disneyland. When I can't actually be there, I love talking about Disneyland, and that's why I put together the Castle Collective. So who is the Collective? Well, it's a group of friends of mine who love Disneyland as much as I do. Some are former Disney employees, some are current Disney employees, some are hosts of other Disneyland podcasts, and some are just friends who love Disneyland just like you and me. And in each episode, one of them joins me to talk about what makes Disneyland the happiest place on earth. So for the next little bit, you can leave today and enter the world of yesterday, tomorrow, and fantasy. This is the Castle Collective. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, welcome back to another episode of the Castle Collective. I'm Sean Rapier. I'm your host of the show, and we are joined tonight by three of my favorite people on the planet. He ruled Disneyland in the 90s. I mean, they're nonstop wreaking havoc, causing mayhem, having the time of his life. He is Nick at Night. Hello. Ruling with an iron fist, I might add. <laughs> yes, I'm sure you did. My land. And she has sailed the seven seas of Disney all over the place on various Disney cruise lines. She's also literally a princess, if there ever was one. See, Shelly, welcome back. Welcome aboard. I wish I was on a cruise, Disney cruise right now. That sounds great. Let's go. Don't we all? And he is our resident foodie. He is also the man who just loves that nightmare before Christmas. More than anyone I know, he is Joel Skellington. I said good day, sir. (laughs) What a good group we have. Now, if you enjoyed our best and worst of each land, uh, if you enjoyed it, our part one, and you were wondering when part two was coming, um, you probably just recently saw that we just published it, and now we're doing part three in close succession. The reason that we waited a month and then published these two really closely... There was no reason. I forgot to publish part two. I was going to come up with something really witty, but the truth of the matter is, uh, yeah, we kind of, uh, I forgot to hit publish. And tonight when I went back to it, I realized I hadn't published it and we recorded it a few weeks ago. So these two episodes are coming pretty close together. Uh, if you haven't heard episode one and two, please go back and listen to them where we cover Main Street USA, Tomorrowland, Fantasyland, Adventureland, Mickey's Toontown, and Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. And tonight we are wrapping up our series, The Best and Worst of. And as the series has gone on, we've gotten looser and looser with our definitions as to what counts. (laughs) Now it's pretty much anything you want to have count. It's okay and valid. And we are going to kick things off in uh let's let's go in order of what most people want to hear kind of building up why don't we start with critter country critter country what uh what is your worst of we're going to start with worst of critter country and why don't we go to see shelly what you got for worst of critter country so I like Critter Country. I think it's adorable. I, there's not a lot that I don't like, but I know that I don't really eat at the restaurant there like ever. I actually can't think of a singular time that I've eaten at that Hungry, the hungry Bear, bear? the heck it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but something that bothers me is something that used to be there. So the worst thing for me about Critter Country is that the like Harbor Galley little quick service place yeah they used to have these mozzarella sticks that were mickey heads and they were glorious really i don't remember those yeah i don't know it's like back in my high school days i think um 90s come on nick you were ruling the joint yeah but i do not remember mickey mozzarella stick heads yeah they had them and i used to get them every single time i went with my lovely little annual pass and so and now that that is not what that place is and so my worst part is that it's i don't i don't even know what they have there now I, yeah. I honestly where, don't. Where is it in the park? I don't even remember that. It's right across from Haunted Mansion. Like right across. Right across. They yeah. Right across where you would get in line for Haunted Mansion. It's kind of right on the water. 
my best of actually critter country is harbor galley it's my favorite thing about that yeah, place it's it's well, what, okay so what's there lobster, now they have lobster rolls lobster, lobster roll. roll yeah that's why i don't go i don't like seafood i I'm want the seafood person back. my family loves it but they do have bread bowls with some very fine stuff uh, i think it rotates through i've had like the mac and cheese which of course carb and carb is always good but mm-hmm. um <laughs> uh some chowders and some things like that and and also just because it feels like it was magic to nick's point like I did not know this thing existed until about 10 years ago um, hmm. when I was reading on something and they said, Harbor Galley. I'm like, I used to be to Disneyland three, four times a year growing up. Like I've, I was counting. I probably have gone there literally over a hundred times and I had no idea the first 90 of them that this place even existed. Um, <laughs> and cause it looks like it's like a bathroom almost like there's just this little turnout as you're walking up past Pass there by the uh, what do you call it haunted mansion, and you're like, there's a little path, and then yeah, like I said, you truly feel like you're going to the bathrooms, and then all of a sudden there's this restaurant there, counter service. Uh, there's tables there that can overlook right where you're coming down the flue on Splash Mountain, um, and you can watch people coming down on that and screaming, and it's 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 a delightful little place. Yeah, hmm. maybe I should give it a shot again. I just I got so mad when the when the mozzarella sticks left that I was like, forget this place. <laughs> um it is where um is where the sailing ship columbia docks so you can often see the sailing ship columbia sitting there mm-hmm. but uh they have usually homemade potato chips there that oh, are yes. hot and just wonderful but i'll tell you they have you can get a bread bowl filled with clam chowder mm-hmm. load that thing up with some tabasco and some pepper and just life is good that sounds delicious oh it's it's phenomenal so, Shelly, that's your worst of is the fact that the mozzarella is gone. Correct. Yeah. Okay. How dare they? <laughs> How dare they? Uh, yeah. Okay. I'll go with that. None of us remember that. So this is what I love about Disneyland. It's different for everyone. Right. All right. Joel Skellington, we heard about your best. We'll circle back around to get more details on that in a minute. But tell us about your worst of Greater Country. Um, Besides just the feeling that it's not really a land. Um, it feels like this little sub pocket zone, weird thing where Winnie the Pooh was shoved. Amen. But it's um, so cute. Um, yeah, so am I. Doesn't mean I'm a land. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would go to Joe, Joel Skelling land. I would go there. Yeah, you know, a little, little Joel too much water to drink tonight. I don't know what's going on, but, uh, I, uh, so I was trying to think of what is the worst besides the fact that I just like, I think of nothing except for, okay, we go to Splash Mountain. It's not the worst, but that's, I'm like, and then I'm done. Like, I don't know why we're back here. And it's so far all the way on the other end of everything. It's not like you could just pass through Crater Country. You have to plan to go there. Um, so I guess just I'm a curmudgeonly old man is the worst part of Crater Country. Uh, <laughs> it's a cute little place to hang out right outside the little Winnie the Pooh store. You get yourself a caramel apple. You take your shoes and socks off and dry them out after you go on Splash Mountain and they got soaked. That's what you do. It's cute. That's pretty good. Yeah, I like it. Nick, what you got? Worst of Crater Country. And yeah, there's not, out of fairness, there's not a lot to choose from. It's not like it's a robust land of many worsts and many bests but. well and i think that's part of to joel's point i i kind of just consider that to be a waste of space that that right there next to splash mountain it feels like a tremendous waste to me of real estate of opportunity but i i gotta say that even worse than that it, it's it was added to or what's the right word it's it was like the the rotten cherry on top when they added Winnie the Pooh, which I just think is completely out of place and not worth the excessive line that it it tends to have. I I find Critter Country to be on my list of things that could be absorbed completely by (gasps) be be absorbed by New Orleans Square. It will. With with the Splash Mountain over uh, retheming. I just think it could go away. I don't like any of this. You all are haters. I, it's so <laughs> it's so cute. I love it. Also, like not a lot of people hang out there, so you just hang out in that little small cove cul-de-sac that is cute. And when it's Christmas, then all the little Winnie the Pooh characters come out in their Christmas outfits, and you take pictures. It's adorable. So I love Pooh Corner for what it's worth. I love yeah. that area Great. and love it. 
my kids as my boys, my sons, as as they got older, uh, as you can imagine, found the name Pooh Corner hilarious. <laughs> and so we we grew to have a family tradition where they would stand in front of the sign for Pooh Corner, squat down, look like they were grunting, and I would take a photo of them. They thought this was the funniest thing ever. So I have years of pictures of my kids in Pooh Corner. And when I go by myself, I will text the family. I'm in Pooh Corner, and they all just get a kick out of it. Um, so I have a friend who, that's how he kind of referred to using the restroom. Do you need to do Splash Mountain or Pooh Corner? <laughs> um, <and> so- <laughs> oh that is beautiful i think that's going to go into the repertoire uh <laughs> but but uh out of fairness like honorable mention on best of the bathroom right below the hungry bear is fantastic and in a great location we hit that restroom so often because we use that now the path to go into uh galaxy's edge yeah. You walk right by there. The bathrooms are right there. It is a crowded area, but there's always lots of room, and I love it. I I hate to say it, but for me, my worst of for this land is, is the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm a huge Winnie the Pooh fan. I love it. I'm also a big dark ride fan. Early on, it was really understandable why the dark rides were so short. They didn't have a lot of real estate. They didn't have a lot of technology, and I'm especially a fan of black light dark rides. Like I like the old school fluorescent, all that, which the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh is all of those things. And I love that about it. However, this is a recent attraction. I love the Country Bear Jamboree. I miss Mm -hmm. it. I felt like that could have been updated, but no, we don't go to shows anymore. We're too cool for shows. We need rides. This is a show ride <laughs> like this hardly qualifies as a ride. They could have done something really cool with it. Unfortunately, it was built in the era. They, they have the real estate for it. They have the space there. They could do so much. And with a beloved character, like Winnie the Pooh, like, come on, that could have been an anchor ride there. And it could have justified a really long line, you know, a la Alice in Wonderland or Peter Pan. They could have done something really magical and instead, it's fun. It's cute. like I actually I say it's the worst of. It's the worst of because of what it could be. It could be amazing. It's not amazing. It's a fifty-year-old ride already. It launched as a fifty-year-old ride, right? Yeah, <laughs> you would think that it went out at the same time as everything else. You yeah. Know? By the way, let's not knock fifty-year-olds. Easy, but uh, you know I get your point. <laughs> point well taken. I was born a fifty-year-old. That's okay. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I just think they could have done so much. Think about all the theming. Look at what they did with Runaway Railroad and right. how much play, you know, that gets and what they did with uh, the uh, mine train um, in, in Disney World. You know, there are big things that you could do. And this was during a time of small thinking. And it was like, look, nobody's going into Country Bear Jamboree anymore. Let's tear it out and let's put in something that has to be, you know themed so that's it was popular opinion. it's a popular ride at hong kong disneyland but partially for the same reason because it's in a land that has two rides mad hatter and small world this is the only other ride in hong kong disneyland in their fantasy land area is is winnie the pooh so they might have seen hey this line this got a 40 minute wait this got a 50 minute wait this must be really popular let's do it in california no bad move in my opinion bad placement yeah totally agree all right that's our worst of let's talk of happier things joel let's go back and revisit yours first uh because yours uh best of was the harbor galley which by the way our family eats there almost every darn time but tell us a little bit more about why you, you you kind of told us but tell us more about why you love it I think it is kind of the hidden nature of it. So it just feels like a little oasis, um, but in a good way, as opposed to the little hidden that Critter Country in general is. Um, So it's just, and like I said, it's just fun to see people coming down, soaked to the bone, having come off of Splash Mountain slash Tiana's Adventure. I assume it'll follow the same track. Um, 
and and just it was just a, it was a great chill place and it seemed like it felt like i had discovered this this is my special place and why are other people here um, <laughs> but, i don't know it was just it's just I, I enjoy it. It's just it's a little bit different, and because I didn't grow up with it, it feels like it's a new thing. Even though it, I'm sure, has been there long since before I was born. But well, I'm going to jump in and and I'll take the next one. And the reason is because mine is oddly specific, uh, but it really does piggyback on Joel's. When you know they, I had never really been there, and this was probably I don't know, twelve, thirteen years ago. It was a while back, but we had we had figured out that there was food there that we wanted. We are a Bay Area family. We love a, uh, a soup and a bread bowl. That's a big thing for us. And we found out they had it there. And then we were looking around like, where could we possibly eat this? And the person working there said, if you go around this corner and walk up the steps, mm-hmm. there are tables up there. And the park was packed. It was hot as all get out. And we got up to this upper uh, kind of level deck that was built up there and it looks over the rivers of america and the tables were empty there were like two people there now i think it's been more discovered now now that nothing's hidden anymore with the internet um but you can still quite often find seating there and it's one of my favorite places to sit it's breezy it's cool there are a bunch of trees up there it overlooks the waters of america and it's kind of quiet and on a busy disneyland day Something about getting a, a lobster roll. My kids love the lobster rolls or getting, um, and by the way, seafood, favorite thing here, but love the lobster roll too. And then also the, you know, you can get the chili in a bowl or the the chowder, whatever, but just sitting up there and having quiet for a moment, it's this wonderful, peaceful spot. And that's actually my favorite part. Splash Mountain really is what I should do as a favorite, but I'm so sad about losing it. I'm excited about Tiana. Don't get me wrong. Sad, sad to lose Splash. But that little deck, since I know it'll always be there for me, that's my favorite. So uh, see, Shelly, what about your favorite? I actually want to add to that real quick. I just looked up the prices for the soup in a sourdough bread bowl. Yeah. $12. Is it really now? That's a respectable price for soup in a bread bowl at Disneyland. Yeah, that's that's actually not terrible. Yeah. That's not crazy. So I don't mind that too much. So all right. Uh let's see. See Shelly, what you got? So I wrote down just because I mean Splash Mountain is the best thing there, right? So I just tried to be really specific and said the drop. <laughs> I I'm a big <laughs> drop fan. I, love I like it. a good drop. All the all the rides that have the big ones love it and that one is just like exhilarating and terrifying every time and fun and cool and i like being able to go on that ride with like cousins or family members or whatever you know where you actually fill the log and then take a goofy picture and (laughs) i don't know i just i love that splash mountain drop it's good stuff that's i love it i just wonder who thought of that one i mean i'm sure they have many videos and behind the scenes on that. But just to think we're going to do this really nice kids friendly type feeling thing, but we're also going to have a massive drop. Mm-hmm. Um, it just <laughs> it feels like they don't connect together. It always streams. Sure. And as- kids that actually like do hit that, that just barely hit the height requirement. You, you still feel, I, I mean, I have always felt when I've taken friends, kids and stuff, and they've just barely hit that height. I feel like I have to entirely hold them. Like that is terrifying. Like little tiny kids on that log, you're going straight down. It's awesome. Yeah. It, it that drop and then the epic number of pictures of people who have taken board games and whatever mm-hmm. else. The number of people that have been like proposed to or covered up or like I mean so many wild things have happened on that drop. In fact, oh my gosh. Did we call this earlier? Did we call it earlier? Mm-hmm. There he is. Mr. Rob Foray has joined us. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Skipper Rob in the house. Hello, Rob. We're not hearing you. He's muted. Yeah. Roberto. Unmute. Is he? And now he's frozen. All right. Maybe now. 
Rob, we got you. No, no audio. Nope. Can't hear you. But uh, so the the drop itself. So Rob is going to tune in with us. But uh, Shelly, yours is the drop itself, and it's an epic drop. And I was going to mention there used to be uh, a thing where, uh, especially younger ladies, but uh, maybe older ladies too, would uh, lift up their shirts as they would go oh, down dear. the drop. And then they'd delete and, the picture. <laughs> and then it's in the picture, and then kids are getting off the boats and looking at the pictures. And so they had to have someone start monitoring the pictures and kicking people out if they were inappropriate. Rob Frey has joined us. Skipper Rob, are you hearing us? Are we hearing you? We'll see if Skipper Rob comes through. Hopefully so. We're just seeing his dapper photo now. So he might be having some. Dapper Rob. So can you hear me? Now we hear you. Well, somebody muted me then. That's what was going on. Nobody muted me. Sure, sure. It was me. (laughs) It was you. (laughs) Skipper Rob, we're so glad you're here, man. Yes. I'm in Houston. Ah. Just wrapped up an event. So I, I will. I will chime in when needed, but I'm here to listen and hang out and uh, give my opinions as such. We're, thr- we're thrilled that you're here. And actually, timing-wise is really good for you. If you want to uh, give us your opinion, what's the worst thing in Critter Country, in Disneyland? Do you have a worst? If you don't, we'll continue on with the best. Uh, I will go back to my story when I was escorted off Winnie the Pooh ride. The worst thing was is they didn't have an automated spiel with Winnie the Pooh's voice. When we got escorted off, <laughs> a cast member gets on the mic and goes, oh, bother. The ride has shut down. Oh. And I thought, come on, we can do better than that. We can do better than that. <laughs> I, I think it could have been a lot better. So, yeah, the fact that. that they how do they not have something with Eeyore saying, I expected oh, I- this. <laughs> Right. Or Winnie the Pooh going, oh, bother, or whatever in his voice, yeah. you know, and stuff. Yeah, yes. it was quite disappointing. And by the way, uh, I, I went the whole wrong direction. When you said when I was escorted off, I thought, what did you do on Winnie the Pooh, the guy you escorted <laughs> off? So we so broke down. Got those pictures on Splash Mountain. That yes, was... <laughs> Rob, lifting up his shirt on Winnie the Pooh. Terrible. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Rob, that's great. All right. So that is the worst is not having the recorded voice. Let's go over for the best of. uh, We've already gotten Joel's, uh, which is the Harbor Galley. We've gotten mine, which is the seating area at the Harbor Galley. Nick at night. What's your favorite part? The best part of uh, Critter Country? I'm going to go with the soundtrack to Splash Mountain. Mm, good one. Go. I love that music. It instantly puts me on the ride when I hear it. And for me, that is uh, part of the magic. I'm not, I'm with you. I'm going to miss it, but I'm also excited about the change. But to me, I can, I could pull that up on sounds of Disneyland.com or something and right back on the ride. I, I am for that briar patch. I'm going to miss that. <laughs> it is somewhat enhanced now for me and ruined for me but enhanced overall i'm pretty sure rob was it you who said uh you always hear it as pretty good show us your bum yeah, but, uh, pretty good show us your bum absolutely yeah, yeah that was you rob so <laughs> yep yeah so that at once uh makes that ride for me and ruins it i love it and yet i can't not hear it for sure so it's uh, pretty good. Show us your bum. Um, fantastic. Good one. All right. Uh, Rob, it's just left to you to best of Critter Country. What is your best of? Um, I'm trying to do something that nobody's done. And I would say the single rider line for Splash Mountain. It's oh, yeah. uh, not a lot of people know about it. And it's a great way to get on the ride. And sometimes you fit in the same boat as the person you came with you just get lucky sometimes so i think that's the best thing about it when you don't want to wait in line yeah that is pretty fantastic um i like it i like um one other thing on splash mountain no matter how hot it is in california after about 8 p.m nobody goes on splash mountain Mm -hmm. and so my son keaton he would go on it because you could just walk on and toward the end of the night, like if you're at the end of the night and if it's at all cool outside, 
they will just let you stay on it if you ask them because there is no one in line. And so we've done that. I've always told my kids, like uh, now in my advanced age, if I'm going to go on it, I am going on it the last thing. It has to be the last thing of the night or I don't want to go on it, please. Like, because hmm. I'm wet, like, I don't mind getting soaked and we're walking out. I'm okay with that. But when I got to get soaked, although uh, King B. Brian, as part of the collective, he actually brings flip flops with him in his backpack, takes off his shoes and socks, puts them in a Ziploc bag, puts on his flip flops, gets off the ride, dries off. Brilliant. Because that's the worst part is the shoes. Yeah. So I think that's pretty smart. All right. Why don't we jump over to our beloved Frontierland? Frontierland, a land that I still love. Uh, Frontierland, to me, one of the most Walt Disney parts of the parks because it has possibly changed the least. What is the best part of or worst part? Sorry, we're going to start with worst, worst part of Frontierland. Nick at night, why don't we start with you? The menu at the Golden Horseshoe. <laughs> I think they had corn dogs and chicken nuggets. <laughs> I was there last, and I was like, that is so uninspired. It's such a missed opportunity. And frankly, it's garbage food. Like, that is that is stuff you microwave at school lunches. No offense, Shelly. I know you eat school Oh, food. I never eat a school lunch. <laughs> not once. I've taught at my school for almost nine years. I have not had a single school lunch. Good for you. And this is the reason why. But here, here's <laughs> Disney packaging school lunches and charging double what they should, at least. Uninspired menu at the Golden Horseshoe. Yeah. And... It's the saddest, the saddest part of all of it for me is what the Golden Horseshoe has become. And so I'll just jump in since we're on Golden Horseshoe. I'm kind of kind of doing that this time. Apparently, I'm jumping in and playing on a theme because for me, I went in there. I was uh, I was at Disneyland about a week and a half ago and I went into the Golden Horseshoe and just kind of walked around and just looking around. You know, this is the place that used to have amazing acts and you know people would line up beforehand and you know and, and billy uh, hill and the hillbillies oh gosh my kids love billy hill and the hillbillies so, so good much. and then you know before that was um gosh what was his name epic epic uh entertainer who actually ended up i think going over to knott's berry farm but uh mm. it was a place that you know it, it always sold out it was always packed and then they would do their corny um Christmas show that was so fun and uh it was just awesome. Everything about it was awesome. And the food was great. They had really cool food and now it's the worst food in Disneyland. And it's just kind of a place they tried to make it into for a little while. Oh no, it was the Diamond Horseshoe in um Disney World that they did this. They turned it into like an all you can eat thing where they'd bring out food for you and made it a sit-down restaurant. But the saddest thing is the stage just sat there alone and I walked up to it. There's a little sign. Oh, in fact, remember, guys, uh, in our text group, I sent a picture of one of the uh, emeralds inside the horseshoe. I was oh, a, where, yeah. where am I? Yeah. So, anyway, just sad uh, what it has become. And I hope that they'll do something. You know, they have so much IP. Why not bring some IP into there? You know, bring in a, a Woody's Roundup kind of a thing or something. But, they did uh, that for a little while. It was so fun. I don't know if you guys, anyone saw it. It was like a black and white Woody's Roundup. It was the final episode that you never saw. And no I way. saw it there in the Golden Horseshoe. And there was a guy on stage doing the sound effects. And um, and I think it was even marionettes or something. It was something. It was just super. It wasn't like live action people. It was. But I just remember going, wow, this is so fun. It was all done in black and white. Um and it was it was fun. So I pulled it up, and you, you were thinking of Wally Bogue, I believe. Wally Sean. Bogue, yes, thank um, you, Wally Bogue. And, and the Woody's Roundup was November twenty first, nineteen ninety nine, to July seventeenth, two thousand. So it wow. was not a long running <laughs> thing. No, it was not. I just and they made it sound like it was a music video, not an actual show. Show. It was live, as I recall. Okay. The, I mean, Wikipedia, maybe I know everything. Yes. Yeah. 
it was neat. And, you know, we would go there with our kids and they would see Billy Hill. And my one son wanted to take up violin because of Billy Hill. It was that, it was that awesome. And when I was a kid, I absolutely loved it. So super, super depressing. Another one of uh, what it's become. And hopefully, you know, it'll get something, give it some love. It's an original, great place. Please do not let it go down the Starcade route and have it become meeting space and, you know, special event space, please. So anyway, uh, that's mine. Okay. So how about C. Shelley? Okay. So mine, for, I, I love Frontierland. So this is hard too, to have a worse, but something I was thinking is maybe a a little bit of a missed opportunity to spread out crowds a little bit better is I kind and I don't really know how they would do it, but I kind of wish there was a way to walk over to pirates Lair at Tom Sawyer Island. Like the raft is really cool, but I also wish there was some sort of yeah. like bridge or something. I mean, it would have to be really high, right? Because the, sh- the various ships <laughs> need to sail past. So again, I'm not really sure how it would be feasible, but I do think that if there was a way to walk over there, it would be a place that more people would go. Um, and I don't know, just maybe like another way to spread out the crowds a little bit because I don't feel like a ton of people go over there and it's pretty cool to hang out over there. And I, I just sure. think it's more that it's, it's not super convenient to get over there quickly because you've got to wait in a line, sometimes a decent line actually to get onto the raft to, to sail over. So that's mine. Yeah. Good one. It would be, that would be pretty awesome. That would be pretty nice to have it. Uh, we are on worst of, uh, See, Joel, we haven't gotten your worst of yet for Frontierland. That is correct. In my extent, a little beyond, but it feels like Frontierland's the most part. But my worst of is Rivers of America. Really? Um, I am not a fan. Uh, I look at it on the map. It's like as big as Crater Country New Orleans Square together. And we talk a lot about you could do something better with the space. Nope. In my opinion, no. no. What? Tell, found tell us when river. your hatred of America started. Nope. It's uh, it was early. Um, <laughs> Sorry. And, and besides the fact that it holds the abomination known as phantasmic. It's oh, all- I can't. Oh, oh, for the love. I'm wow. going to bed. Good night, everybody. Wow. All right. Which, Here we fantastic go. Fantastic does have a good point, which it draws crowds Ooh. away from the real parts of the park. So that's now good. it has gotten spicy. <laughs> <laughs> um. So anyway, I just I just think like I always go, why well, just have to walk around this big old river for no reason? Um, and we're in a drought in California, so let's <laughs> let's put something that might be of use there. I mean, how this is the most wrong answer that has ever <laughs> been given. And I... if folks want good old Americana, you don't need to go on a boat, go watch Mr. Lincoln. You know, it's oh my gosh, I'm out, I'm out. <laughs> Joel, what is your problem? You've lost your soul. <laughs> I don't I know if I ever it. had one for the river, but truly, I just like I've been across <laughs> the Tom Sawyer's. I've every time I think I should probably try the no. boat at some point, but I'm like, I can't see myself ever finding a reason to want to ride that boat. I've been on real boats, I don't need to be on that. Oh, uh, so it's it. been nice having you on the collective, Joel. Yeah, <laughs> this is terrible. So, uh, I'll, I'll tell you one thing that's that's kind of funny about the rivers of america i'll just share this with our our audience is that uh sean solo who is quite often on the show um he and i went and did uh disney after dark and um they had a we wanted to go on the uh you know the uh mark twain and we went on the mark twain and it was the evening it was it was twilight and it was the most amazing they had a band playing there it was the most incredible thing they don't run it in the evening but having a live band and having the evening where it's just that that lights going down and everything it was phenomenal it was actually really fantastic so i don't know i'm a big fan of the rivers of america but joel you're entitled to your opinion so that's that's all good how about Skipper Rob? What is your least favorite part of Frontierland? 
Skipper Rob, you still on? Dapper Rob. Skipper Rob. I am. Sorry. No worries. Um, what is your just least so you guys know. Frontierland? Well, uh, that I never got to experience the Golden Horseshoe and its glory. I know mm-hmm. that sounds kind of weird, but you guys were talking about it. And I listened to Steve Martin's book about it and how he watched Wally Bogue. And that's where he got so yeah. much inspiration. He would watch it every night and would just see it. And so when I was a kid, just to be honest, I didn't like parades. I didn't like shows. I thought they were boring. But as an adult, I can really appreciate it now. So it's just too bad. So we'll, I know it sounds kind of weird, but it's like my least favorite thing that I didn't get to experience that. Hey, man, totally understandable. Totally get it. And again, no rules for it. We all have our own things. So when we walk by, there are things I walk by that I go, man, I wish I could have experienced that. Not a lot. I got to experience most of the original Disneyland, but, you know, well, let's get into something good. How about our best of Frontierland? Uh, let's go over to Joel Skellington. What's your best? I love the Rivers of America. <laughs> um <laughs> Good shot, <job, Joel. laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh, Joel, you're 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 freezing up a little bit on us. Hang on, looks like your Joel looks like your internet has uh, seized up a, a hair there. No, uh, I don't That's think his punishment. Internet. He's yeah, being punished. Joel, you're being punished. Your internet has almost completely frozen <laughs> there. So let's let never does that during work. Let's uh oh, there you are, Joel. You're back. So tell us what is your real favorite of Frontierland? My real one. Well, honorable mention, of course, uh, wow, this is like watching Max Headroom, Joel. Your internet. If you wanna if what you wanna going on? pause it for a second, we're gonna jump. It's okay. Over to While he is being in the corner right now because he's being punished. Um Obviously, my favorite thing is Fantasmic. Okay, there. Yeah. So tell us what you love so much about Fantasmic. I feel like I've talked about Fantasmic at length on other episodes, so I guess I won't like beat that completely. But it is the most magical show of all time Disney for me. Yeah. 100%. Mickey up at the top of the mountain. The music is glorious. The water. The rivers of America are beautiful. They're never going anywhere, Joel. And um, <laughs> it is the epitome of Disney magic. It's the best show ever. The best. I love Shelly, it. I'm I'm just going to jump right in there with you. I We need to go see it sometime together so that when I'm crying, mm-hmm. I don't feel like it. Yeah, a- we can cry and sing together. We could get up and dance. Yes. Ooh, that'd be fun. Yes. And to me, one of the best pieces of music ever to come out of a Disney park is that and just picturing mickey as he's waving his arms in the air and the fireworks and i think i've shared this before on the collective but our railings in our house if you ever come to our house our railings are identical to the ones where you sit to watch the river to watch uh phantasmic the railings going down right there. I took a photo of them and I took them to my buddy who has a, a steel shop and we had to get the things replaced anyway, the spindles. And I said, match these. And so we have the exact same ones. So I am with you a hundred percent, Shelly. Joel, we got you back. Who knows? It yeah. looks fine to me. I don't, I didn't do anything different, so I don't know what happened. You're on. You You're good. Fine. Let's hear about your favorite part. Back up, of course, is always the Rancho del Zocalo, which is fantastic. But still, Love for me, Rancho I, del Zocalo. I'm a huge Thunder Mountain fan. Um, it's mm. just, I love holding on to my hats and glasses. And I, it's just, it's a delight to me. A wildest I mean, ride in the wilderness. It is awesome. You guys, Frontierland is just awesome. It is pretty freaking awesome. Frontierland is awesome. And that is a great ride, Joel. That is an awesome ride. I will tell you when it's not awesome is if you're one of my children when I weighed about 70 pounds more than I do now and my child was about 40 pounds and we sat together on that ride. That is when the ride is not awesome. Bench with just a lap bar that's about a foot and a half away from my child. (laughs) Not good. 
a whole different experience. Yeah, a whole different ride for them. Yeah, that really is then the wildest ride in the wilderness. No question. (laughs) All right, favorites over to Nick at Night. Well, I'm going to add to the Fantasmic praise uh, that that was my favorite but i'm going to add to it that that to me is my favorite ice cream experience in the park is to watch phantasmic while eating ice cream from the the shop on main street i love a big giant sunday and watching that show and that is not only a memory thing for me but it's one of my favorite disney park foods it's not a trip to disneyland without ice cream for me so to end my night with the most magical show as shelly puts it uh with my favorite treat that for me is best of frontierland that is pretty darn good life doesn't get much better than that that's a nice place to end that's a nice way to end uh can we give an honorable mention of the shooting gallery can since no yeah yeah, that's fun too that's how awesome the shooting gallery is yeah i know we like a lot of old school stuff there so uh, Skipper Rob was heading up to his room. I'm not sure if we got him back yet or not. I did save you for last, Rob, but if not, we can circle back around to you if we don't have you back in just yet. Oh, I'm here. There he is. Okay. Rob, so agile. Okay. Tell us your best of Frontierland. Okay, it's this part. You just sat down on the last row of Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Handlebar goes down. And then the guy says, get ready, because you're in the wildest ride in the wilderness. And then I hear that, and we go. And then we're in that cave with the bats, and everybody's cheering and clapping, and we're going, and we're going. It's that part, the anticipation of that ride. Just like the whole, like, and I, and I scream that line at the top of my, because you're in the wildest ride in the wilderness. I just love all of that. It's just like that whole experience from that part until the first drop. Anyway, that's it. That opening part. I love it so much. Fun fact. Yeah. There's different intonation on the big thunder mountain at Disneyland versus Disney world, because Disneyland says this, here's the wildest ride in the wilderness. And it goes down. And the one at Disney world says the wildest ride in the wilderness. And it goes up, which is intriguing and weird. And I don't know why. So I am quoting the Walt Disney World one. That is correct because mm-hmm. he goes, the wildest ride in the wilderness. Yep, yeah. yep. Disney has wilderness. Correct, mm-hmm. I never knew there was a difference. Totes. I and learn something the, every time. If every you go time. on the uh, version of that ride in Hong Kong Disney, there are three different languages and three different actors that all try and say something very similar. It's hilarious that sounds hilarious asian voices trying to sound like a southern toothless hick it's fantastic one of the best parts of the line queue when you go there just that out that is pretty good that is pretty good all right so uh something i would like to experience one day by the way nick uh we're gonna save the best of these areas i think most of us would agree for last Let's go over to New Orleans Square. New Orleans Square, what is your worst of New Orleans Square? Let's start with, uh, how about Joel? What's your worst of New Orleans Square? Uh, It's not that easy for me. No, it's Uh, not an easy one. To find one. But for me, and this breaks whatever rules we theoretically had, (laughs) <laughs> is the seating at the French market restaurant. Um, mm-hmm. That is just beyond boggling. Anytime that I've gotten thinking, I'm just going to get some of the, you know, the toothpaste mint julep or the Mickey's beignets. And I'm going to sit and heaven forbid, there's more than one person in my party. Like there is no place. Um, maybe I'm going at the wrong times of day, but I just, I've always had a massive issue trying to find any seating there in the French market. That's fair. I've had that happen many times. Although when I was there with my family in December, I have no idea why we got some beignets. There was not a soul sitting there. Like it was great. It was shocking and fantastic. So yeah, very, very different, but, uh, yeah. All right. The seating, yeah, it's and this is we're probably going to do a lot of nitpicking 
because New Orleans Square is pretty fantastic. See, Shelly, what you got? Yeah, similar. New Orleans Square is beautiful. It's wonderful. Um, but <laughs> mine is very similar to my Critter Country Worst. So that speaking of that mint julep bar, um, they used to have this really good, like, chocolatey iced mocha frappe whatever that I would allow myself to have while I was at Disneyland and it's not there anymore and it, mm. it's only been gone for like a year I don't know what the heck happened but they don't have it there anymore they have hot coffee which bleh and um yeah they got rid of the iced mocha frappe thingy that they had there and it was pretty tasty and it makes me sad that it's gone and that's the only thing I got because New Orleans Square is awesome mm. It's too bad. I like that yours are a lot of things they've gotten rid of, Shelly. That's awesome. I'm a little bit of a traditionalist. Well, I I don't like it when things get rid of foods. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> that's really what it is. <laughs> Same in real life. When restaurants get rid of my favorite thing on the menu, ugh. Yeah. It's infuriating. Skipper Rob, what's your fa or your sorry, your least favorite part of New Orleans Square? <clears throat> I might get some backlash for this one, but it is. Once you're loaded onto the Haunted Mansion and you look to your right and it's just black, mm, there's yeah. nothing there. And then you go up and then you to your right, left, <clears throat> you can see the ceiling and ceiling tiles and things that you shouldn't see. I hate it. I hate it so I'm much. It I'm takes go me with out of the Haunted Mansion. Um, I actually really agree on that. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a it's a blank canvas. I get that. And so when we're doing Haunted Mansion Holiday, that thing is amazing. And then when they take it away, it's just like a black scrim. Like even some projection mapping. Just do something. Yeah, something. Anything but, with it. And on the left-hand side, do you know what I'm talking about? When you, Once you start going up the yeah. staircase, I notice that every time. Left, okay. I hate it. I hate it so much. And it takes me out of that experience. And also, I've been to uh, uh, Mist, not, not uh, the manor in... Um, manor. Mr. Manor. Not Mystic Manor, sorry, the one in uh, uh, Paris. What is it called? What is the one in Paris on, called? Folks. I can't uh, think of the name. It, but it's a Western-themed one. Anyway, in that first show scene, there's a staircase, and there's a bride animatronic standing at it, like, looking. And it's so cool and so haunting. You're like, where are we going? What are we doing? And so that first load-in show scene is an empty canvas right now, and there's something that can be done, even if it's just some silly projection mapping. I don't care. Do something. 100%. 100% agree with you. Totally agree. That is, yeah. It, you know, it's funny because it kind of takes you out of it, but then it's pretty easy to get sucked into it again because it's just so awesome. Of course. So, but you're right. That right. part, there's no reason that they couldn't do better with that. They should do better. Uh, Nick and I, what better. you got? So I predictably I was going to say the toothpaste fa flavored mint juleps because <laughs> they used to taste a lot better, but uh, on our text chat, Bryce uh, mentioned that his uh, wife and them they all celebrated uh, birthday or something at uh, at Club Thirty Three, yeah. and they took a picture in that corner of New Orleans Square that has the really cool stylized um, staircase and the plants and all that. That was my favorite place to sit mm. and just be to myself in the park. And apparently I just found out that that's now closed off. That's part of the club 33 kind of lobby yep. space now, and you can't go there. Yeah. That is now my worst of new Orleans square that that bit <laughs> of heaven has been just cut off public. You know, we're going to do an episode about what are we most bitter about with Disneyland? <laughs> Why did they get rid of? Mm -hmm. we, really should. Oh. we should do an episode that's just called Why Did You Get Rid Of? Our top five things that were most <laughs> upset that you got rid of Disneyland. Did you ever Come sit back in. there? Did you ever spend any time back there? Yeah, it's called the Court, Court of Angels. Uh, is what it's it was called. such an Court. incredible part of the park. I think it was called Court of Angels or Courtyard of Angels. Uh, yeah. Uh, but well, yeah. Yeah. First time I went to Disneyland with my wife, we have this fabulous picture there and we can't go there and again. And it's like we I love to relive those moments. And also it's called uh Phantom Manor. One in Phantom Hong Kong's Mystic. Yeah. It's Phantom Manor. And yes, Sorry. it was called Court of Angels, where the giant stairway was and everything. Yeah. 
That was a very cool, yeah, Court of Angels, and now it has been consumed. And so, um, my least favorite, uh, I hate the shops across the street from uh, where you get off from Pirates. I can't stand those shops right there. There's, uh, there's the perfumery, there's the Mascarade de Orleans, the Cristal place. It's all garbage. It's they're just overpriced. Cute, I mean, the stuff is probably whatever, but they're cute little. I don't know. Yeah, what it's don't you like? Motif. It's just so. It's like it's not. It's not branded. It's not IP. It's not. It's not great. There's nothing interesting there. There's no reason for it to be there. Turn it into something interesting. So that's my least. I don't go there anymore. Like I walk by it. I don't even look over at the those shops anymore. So that's my least favorite thing. Let's get into favorites your favorite of new orleans square let's kick things off this time with skipper rob what is your absolute favorite thing in new orleans square this might be weird again but the best thing that happens in new orleans square is when your dooms buggy stops right in front of the hat box ghost oh yeah it is the coolest thing that's happened to me like maybe twice but you get there and you just get to watch the magic happen over and over again. Because when you go by it, it goes really fast. You're like, what just happened? And so that happened to us once. And I just was like, this is amazing. So <laughs> it's just because it's like the newest animatronic in the in the Haunted Mansion. And it's one of the coolest effects. It's just so much fun to watch over and over again. And then it's that anticipation before you go down into the final scene, which is a lot of fun as well. And uh, the Hatbox Ghost is coming to Disney World, so that's pretty cool. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. They just announced that, so very cool. I think that's a very good specific one. I love it. Joel Skellington, favorite thing in New Orleans Square? Hard not to go with, of course, the the major anchor rides, because they're amazing, but I think we can just take that as a given. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so I'm not going to waste my vote on a given. <laughs> <laughs> Love but, it, uh, and this maybe is given for some people, but for me, it's Cafe Orleans. Um, is just yes. and now obviously Monte Cristo, which we speak too much about. Monte Cristo, mm. but Monte Cristo, it's the meal that keeps on giving. Um, I went with my extended family a few years ago, and and we were thinking, you know, we know they're large, so maybe like two people per type of thing. We were trying to, you know, ration it out. Um, and after that. I don't know. It was like the loaves and fishes or something, but we still had, I think, five sandwiches left when we finished. Like, <laughs> and you don't want to carry around leftovers. McDonald's or not McDonald's? Sorry, Disneyland is not the place where you carry around your leftovers. Yeah, for um, sure. So, like, we, we have just wasted all these sandwiches. We could have gotten two and been fine, and um, still wasn't sad and couldn't write anything else the rest of the day because I was too stuffed. But, but not just the, of course the. Monte Cristo's, but the the palm frites and it's just oh. it is just I can't I can't say more. That's Those it. palm frites, my gosh, with the garlic and the little yeah. bit of parmesan and doggy, they are good. Yeah, big big fan of it. That's awesome. All right, how about uh, Nick at Night? Favorite in New Orleans Square? It's kind of a combo of the restaurant slash start of the ride for pirates space. Um, the, those two things combined make for just a magical space for me. And it was funny cause I watched, uh, the second pirates of the Caribbean movie. And if you remember, there's the spot where they go into the swamps where the lady, they go visit her and, um, they kind of pay homage to that in the scene in the movie and they did such a good job that when I watched it again, I was like, oh, there it is. There's the magic <laughs> spot. And so my favorite part of New Orleans Square, other than the Court of Angels uh, that we can't go to anymore, is is that space that combined. I don't even know what you'd call that space. It's kind of the, the start of the ride and the restaurant lobby or, the, you know, eating space. I don't know if it has its own term, but I love the magic the of bayou. that. The bayou. 
with yeah, the fireflies and the rocking chair. So, good. so mine is exactly the same as Nick's. Awesome. Exactly. But the nice. beginning yeah. of Pirates of the Caribbean and you hear like the soft kind of like I don't even know what instrument is happening. Banjo. 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 It's real, yeah. It's like it's it's like a calm, really soft though. And usually, when I think of a banjo, it's not calm and soft. But yes, you're right. Like, but that little, yeah, this little soft plucking music and the fireflies and that little cabin across from the restaurant. Yep, mine is exactly the same as Nick's. It's the best part. We're going to Disneyland, and we're going to just do that for like an hour. Mm -hmm. And I, I love the skeleton, the the skull. I love the voice that goes with that skull. He's like. Here ye be warned. Mm-hmm. Pirates are. I forget what he says, but I just love right before how the drop. soft and menacing it is. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's so good. It's so good. Love it. So so good. Yeah, I, I, you know, it, here's what's tricky. I kind of, I'm gonna, I'm, yeah. You all break rules. I can break rules. <laughs> I'm doing an honorable mention because really. The best is Club 33, just because, you know, it's Club oh. 33. I mean, there's just, it's 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 a total elitist thing. If Club 33 was just open to the public, they wouldn't even be full of reservations every night. It, there's nothing magnificent about it, except that you can't get into it. So it, the food was good. Seeing some of the histrionics on it is super cool. I love that I got to go. I haven't been since it's been remodeled. Last time I was there was about 10 years ago. Uh, but, but club 33 is pretty sweet, but hands down for me, my favorite is, uh, just going inside pirates of the Caribbean. It just, as you're, just as you're getting inside and you're getting on the boat and I know I've shared it ad infinitum, uh, on this podcast, but my grandfather was the uh, project manager for the JB Allen company, the construction company that built uh pirates of the caribbean i have his handsaw and his hand drill up in my bedroom that he used on pirates of the caribbean some of the tools that built that ride and so my family's connection to it and i shared with you guys uh just amazing to me that uh when you know we took my parents it was me my parents uh, my sisters nieces nephews a bunch of us went uh during in November of this past year. And as we were standing there, never heard it in my life. My dad said, Hey, did I ever tell you about the time I met Walt Disney? Right over there. <laughs> we we're standing in line for Pirates of the Caribbean. We said, What? And Walt Disney knew my grandfather well. And uh my my dad was visiting my grandfather. My dad was a teenager and he was visiting my grandfather there. And uh they were standing, he said, right where the line was. Of course, the ride wasn't built yet. And Walt Disney walked by. And my dad said, that's Walt Disney. And my grandfather said, do you want to meet him? And uh, my dad said, of course. And uh, my grandfather walked over with my dad and said, hey, Walt. And Walt turned around. And my grandfather said, this is my son, Jerry. And he said, oh, Rex, I'm so glad to you brought him over that no one had cameras or anything then and my dad shook walt disney's hand and said how much he loved disneyland and walt disney went on his way so that that ride will always be super special i lost my grandfather when i was 11 years old i was very close to him before he passed but uh so i think that that is where that 11 years old a lot of people think is where i hit my arrested development and uh, once my grandfather passed, that I froze my life uh, at Disneyland. And that is, to me, the most wonderful place in the parks. So, well, there we have it. We made it through all of our bests and worsts. Rob? And, and Sean, just wanted to touch on that. Um, the thing about pirates, I think of all of the, we'll say, e-ticket rides, whatever you want to call it, it has the most efficient line. You're always kind of like, you know, if you're going to wait 20 minutes, it's usually a 20, 30 minute wait. It's guaranteed. It's such a great, efficient line. That's one of the best things about it. It's like, you know, if there's long lines anywhere, you know, this line is continuously going to go. Absolutely. 
I was going to say that we talk about queue lines and it really isn't an interesting queue line until you get inside, you know, and can kind of see a few things, but I never yeah. feel like I'm bored that line. Um, there's never a, oh crap, no. let's keep moving. Like yeah. I do in like space mountain when you're outside sitting there, I'm like, come on, I'm going to die. Like, I don't feel that yeah. there. It moves yeah. really fast. That line is always moving. Unlike jungle yeah. cruise or unlike uh, Peter Pan or some other attractions. So it's a good one, guys. Yes. Man, who's ready to go back? I'm ready to go hey, to the parks. That's for sure. Well, folks, what did we miss? What did we get right? What did we miss? Feel free to uh, send us a message on social media and uh, let us know. Hopefully you enjoyed this, our opinions of the best and worst. This was the final part of it. If you didn't catch episodes one and two, be sure to go back and check them out. But uh, any final parting shots from uh, the rest of the collective before we wrap this up? No. Other yeah, than we, we, we let's, let's see it. what they can do instead of Critter Country. I'm I'm good with that. Aww. It's all my opinion is they're they're going to melt the whole thing into New Orleans Square, and it's all going to be Tiana and New Orleans, and uh, then they just won't acknowledge why Winnie the Pooh is in New Orleans Square. But uh, they'll figure it out. <laughs> oh bother. It should be a lot of fun, but uh, in any case, thank you so much for listening tonight. We really appreciate it. If you enjoy the show, we would love a five-star review as well as maybe share it with someone who, you know, is a big Disneyland fan. So on behalf of our dear friends here, C. Shelley, Nick at Night, Skipper Rob, and Joel Skellington, I have been Sean Rapier. We will catch you next time on the Castle Collective. Thank you.